0: the children. They are called Kyle and Kayla and Kylie, Kenley, Kaylee, Chase, Chesley and Chandler and Mary and Richard and Jamie. So we appreciate that so much this morning. I, uh, I come to you this morning a little different than what sometimes I come. I was working the other day at my dad's house, mowing the yard. The sun was shining. Life was good. A little bit later, my sister called me, and she was in Dyersburg, and she said, it has come a storm in Dyersburg. I said, well, the sun's shining here. She said, well, it's not here. She said, I stepped out of the house or out of Walmart. As I stepped out of Walmart and got almost to the car, the bottom fell out. Before I could get into the car, a hailstorm. There are trees down. Irrigation systems turned over. It was a storm. In the midst of that storm, I called my wife and I said, are you okay? Is it raining at home? She said, I'm not at home. I said, where are you? And she said, I'm in Dyersburg in Chick-fil-A. I said, what about the storm? She said, it rained. I said, are you okay? She said, we're fine. All the kids are in the little plaything, having a big time so the thing that i went home uh, that afternoon and i began to write a new word because i'm going to preach from experience today but i was living in the sun no storm my sister experienced the storm my wife in the midst of the storm didn't realize it was even storming. I call that peace in the storm. She was watching grandbabies. Everything is good. The last 15 months of our life as a family has been devastating. We have had more funerals in our family in the last... 15 months than we did in probably 10 years. My mother died two days before she died. My niece come in, 29-year-old school teacher, said she wasn't feeling well. Six months later, we buried her with cancer My dad's brother, my dad led him to the Lord, and then he died. My mother's sister, she died, and then a few weeks ago, back on March the 2nd, my dad called all three of us kids. He told us all goodnight and that he loved us, and he was going to lay in his recliner and watch Laramie. That's the western. He loved westerns. 80 years old, been out doing stuff all day long. He said, I'm laying here in my recliner the next day. That's where we found him. He had went to sleep and went to be in the presence of the Lord. You know, there are sometimes storms come. I have pastored for years. I have experienced storms that you went through. I experienced storms that Albert and Debbie went through. I've experienced storms all my life. But it's different when the storm blows on your house. It's different whenever you're in the midst of the storm and everybody else is in the sunshine. It's just different. One of the words that come to me the other day, and I put this tree up here. But my sister said, there's trees down. I work for the sheriff's department in our sheriff, in in our vehicle. I will get in it sometimes, and I've got the radio, and the radio will say, there's trees down. And I got to thinking the other day, they was talking about Okina Park in Dyersburg, of how many trees that fell in the midst of that storm where my wife had peace, not even a mile away. I got to thinking about the trees. How many times have those trees experienced the wind blow, but they still stood? How many of you know what I'm saying? There are times whenever things come our way, There are times when we experience the wind blowing and a storm brewing in our life. And when it's all over, Brother Yvonne, I'm still standing. When it's all over, I made it through that one. I come through that one with flying colors. How many of you know that you never know when the storm is going to come your way The Bible does say it will rain on the just, and it will rain on the unjust. So you're going to have some issues to come your way. So I'm going to preach a message this morning that in this message, I'm going to read a passage of scripture you've probably read numerous times. But it's found in Mark chapter 4. And about verse 35, and whenever you look at this passage, you're going to see some guys, and through this, I'm going to explain some things that I've gone through, and I'm going to explain some things that you're going to go through, and I found some things that will help you as they helped me as I went through this. Let's read the word. It says, that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There was also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him up and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Will you pray with me, Father? God, you've been so awesome in my life. God, without a doubt, I stand here as a tree this morning. That God, we felt the squalls of wind. And the torment of issues come against us. But God, just as I and just as these people that I am preaching to this morning, God, we're still standing. God, it did not defeat us. But Lord, we have overcome those storms. God, today I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice. God, if they've experienced a storm... For God, if the wind is blowing in their home right now, for God, if everything's rosy and the sun is shining, God, I know because the wind will blow in every home at some time. And so, Lord, today we ask that you will use this word to comfort the hearts of everybody in this place. And for that, Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to learn some things from this. But I want you to understand this morning, unbelief sometimes is more dangerous than the storm. Whenever you just lose it all and you don't trust God to do what he's supposed to do. It says that Jesus got up. He got up, he rebuked the wind and he said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? That even the winds and the seas obey him. I don't know about y'all this morning, but I, I have come to this conclusion that I serve an awesome God. According to his word, he is a present help. Whatever I'm going through, he is there. Are y'all with me this morning? I'm telling you, I started this off and I started it a little bit uh, down from what I normally start a sermon. But I want to tell y'all, I'm I'm preaching to you this morning. Before we get done, somebody might just run around this place somebody might just stand up and shout hallelujah you might before you ever we ever move very much farther if you realize i've been through some storms but i'm still standing i've experienced some things in my life but i'm still here everything's gonna be all right and it will be until the wind blows again Now, I'm not trying to be a preacher that gives you doom and gloom. I'm just wanting you to understand I've been there whenever y'all went through your troubles. But when it hit my house, it shook me. Whenever it happened in my home, it messed me up. And I thought I was stronger than that. Faith must be tested. Before it can ever be trusted. Do y'all realize that sometimes we go through tests in our life? I don't like them. I hate a test. But you know what? Whenever everything was going good, I didn't learn that much. But it was in the test. It was in the test that I knew whenever the test was over, I conquered that. I overcame that. I won victory in that situation. Are you all with me this morning? I want you to understand we're, we're going somewhere with this. So the first thing I want to tell you is that you need to remember these four things that I'm going to give you today. If somebody told me they like a preacher that gives you four points and sits down and shut up. I will do that today. Trust in God's word. Those disciples had been with Jesus, watched Jesus deal with people that were going through storms. cripple people, blind people, demoniac people, they had seen it. but They had never been in a situation like they're about to get in. But Jesus, whenever we read from Mark chapter 4, verse 35, he said, hey guys, let's go to the other side. Destination, the other side. There was one direction they were going, but it was to the other side. Now, I don't know, if it was Satan that caused this storm to blow up and to blow in. I don't really, I don't know that. I don't know that if it wasn't a test that Jesus or God that that put in those disciples' lives. The only thing that I know is Jesus said, let's go. And let's go to the other side. And the way I look at it, destination other side. I remember I was uh my mama always told me she said Kenny don't go up in no the airplane them things fall. And so my mama had me messed up. And I got in that thing and I was a nervous wreck. I grabbed both sides of that seat held it up all the way. But after I had flown a little bit I got a little bit more accustomed to things. And I was, Mary and I, I don't remember where we were, but we were coming home. And there was three seats on the side we were on. And I was on the aisle, which I hate. Mary was in the middle. And a black gentleman come in, a nervous wreck, messed up. And he went over by that window and sat down and he shut it and he said, if we're falling, I don't want to see what we're going to (laughs) hit. Messed up. And I got to talking to him. I said, sir, do you not want to sit by that window seat? He said, I really don't. And I said, let's swap. And he swapped. That plane took off. It started raising. I saw him grip the seat. He's now holding up the plane I watch as that plane goes up, the the landing gear folds up, and it popped. And he said, oh, this is it. You got to understand, this was on Saturday. On Sunday, I was going home to my church to preach. And I had been in the presence of the Lord, and the Lord had given me what to preach to my church. I had heard from God. And I leaned over to him and I said, Sir, everything going to be all right. He said, How do you know? I said, I talked to God yesterday. And God gave me a word. And God told me what I'm supposed to preach to the church tomorrow. And I'm on my way. You sit right here. I'm going to look out this window and we're going to get to our destination. He leaned over, went to sleep and was quiet the rest of the way until there was turbulence he got to shaking I said sir did you forget what I said he went back to sleep whenever we landed he looked at me and said sir thank you I don't think I could have got through it without you When God speaks something to you, count on it. The first of March this year, y'all listen, I'm, I'm just going to get down to details. The first of March this year, I was headed to church to preach one Sunday morning. My dad, 80 years old, preached the gospel, still pastored a church. Still very proud of my dad and what he accomplished in life. My dad, I had invited him to come preach for me. And he said, son, you know I can't come preach. I got to preach at my church, small church. But I was driving to church that Sunday morning and God spoke to me just like I'm speaking to y'all right now. I felt it in my spirit. And it said, if you want to hear your dad preach one more time, you better call and ask him. And I said, Lord, he ain't going to come. He's preaching at his church. I called dad up. And I said, dad, I said, why don't you come preach for me Wednesday night? What do you think? He said, boy, I'll be there. It was just a few weeks later that dad died. I got to hear my dad preach again. Y'all with me this morning? What an awesome moment that I could trust in God's word. And God produced something for me that I'll never forget. I told my church that Sunday morning, Dad's coming to preach for us. He's coming. Well, why are you so excited? Well, God gave me an opportunity in the midst of the storm to trust in his word. So, I have to step out here and preach out here because y'all don't have a screen. Y'all tell Lynn that next time before I come, he needs to have a screen up there. (sighs) Cheapskate. Psalms 119.65, 165, says, Great peace have they who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. Isaiah 26.3 says, You will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. 119.92 says, If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. Y'all, number one, whenever the wind blows in your house, trust God's word. Whatever he told you, remember your destination. I'm going to arrive. I'm going to get there. I'm going to come through this. Everything going to be all right. Number two, do not stay in fear. It's a normal thing for people to be afraid. My mama taught me how to be afraid of boats. My mama taught me how to be afraid of airplanes. My mama taught me how to be afraid of snakes. My mama taught me how to be afraid of spiders. My mama just taught me how to be afraid. Some of you mamas that are always saying, that's going to get you. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Teach them hey! you can do this. You can overcome this. Everything will be all right. Those disciples got in that boat. Jesus said, let us go to the other side. Whenever they got in the boat, all of a sudden a storm came. The winds began to blow. All of a sudden, they get to shaking. They get scared. How many of you people in this place, if you're honest, will say I'm afraid from time to time? I think sometimes I got this whipped. I, uh, I lived at the junction for a long time and right beside the church. My wife and I bought a storm house and put out there because everybody down there was afraid. We bought a storm house, paid $3,000 to have that thing put in, and the only time I ever got in it was to clean it out. It became a storage place for me. I'd just keep my deer that I shot with my bow. i just put stuff in there, and that's all it became. I spent $3,000 because everybody else is scared. I'm telling you, down there where we are, they called it Tornado Alley. But I want y'all to know something. The whole time I was there, my trees are still standing. Those trees are still standing to this day. Storms blew. Things went by our house just to get in it. We heard the old train sound go over the top of our house one night. Mary and I never got in a storm house. wasn't room. Isn't it amazing how afraid we are? You know, sometimes people make money off your fear. You watch a storm blow up and you watch a tornado go through the area and somebody next week says storm houses. <laughs> and you'll bomb. You know how I know that? I did it. I did it. So sometimes the question is why are you so afraid? If Jesus said, let's go to the other side, why are you so afraid? His disciples were scared. Psalms 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength and an ever-present help in troubled times. I love that verse. That is a verse I stand on. Whenever I'm going through a difficult time, God is my refuge. He is a present help. He is with me at all times. Whenever I am all alone, I ain't all alone because he's there. Whenever I'm going through something in my life, I know that Jesus is there. He has always been there and he will always be there. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth give way. (laughs) Y'all know, I don't know if y'all are, I think you are, y'all are right by the river. Y'all are sitting on a fault, right? It's not my fault, it's your fault. Down there where my church is, I'm sitting on my fault, not your fault. But we're all sitting on a fault. They play on us. Your insurance people play on you. Now they ask you, "You want to buy some some earthquake insurance? How much is it?" Oh, it ain't much. They just want to. Anybody an insurance agent in here? Good. If I'm talking about them, good. Good. I talked about Walmart one time about getting the sorriest people in there. And a man raised his hand. He said, sir, I wish you would change the subject. I, I, I work at Walmart. I apologize really bad. We go through storms. Why are you afraid? But he's a present help in time of trouble. Romans ten seventeen then says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I need faith in my life to trust God. I gotta I gotta believe in God, brother. When the storm blows, I gotta trust him. First Second Timothy one seven says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. When people get afraid, they ain't got no sound mind. I got a woman in my church, her name's Virginia. I talk about her every week at, at my church. I'm gonna talk about her up here. Maybe y'all won't put it on Facebook that I was up here talking about one of my church members. But there was a storm that blew up. And Virginia told me. She said, "Brother Kenny said, can't be but about 14 people in our stormhouse." She said, "We counted the other night. There was 30 of us." And she said, "I'm gonna tell you something I did." She said, "I don't ever do. I talked in tongues." Isn't it amazing whenever you're afraid how spiritual you get? (laughs) I don't know who I shared that for, but it's for somebody. Number three, be assured of God's goodness. Isn't God good? Amen? God is good. So the disciples, Jesus told them, let us go to the other side. Then they begin to worry because the storm came up. But y'all look, Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion. Nothing may have been happening in that situation. The boat was rocking. The disciples were afraid. They probably thought we're going to die. Those disciples were experiencing something, but I believe somewhere in the midst of that storm, somebody said, look at him. (laughs) This is good. Look who is in the boat. I don't know what storm you're going through today. I don't know what you're experiencing today in your life, but I just come to tell you that Jesus is in the boat. You'll be all right. It ain't never going to be the same. Nothing at my house will ever be normal again. Friday and Saturday of next week, this is an estate sale that we're doing. Y'all come down if you want to know where this is at, bring your checkbook, and we're going to get rid of all the stuff mom and daddy had for years. Somebody said, does that bother you? Yeah, I wish they'd have took it with them it'd been a whole lot easier it's just stuff it's just stuff but i can tell y'all something about my story i can tell y'all something that whenever whenever i was standing at the casket of my dad i could experience and feel the goodness of god when life was turned upside down at the Chesser House, I could feel and experience and know that God was with me. That God was present there. It may have I, I may have felt like God. How are you letting me go through this? You you you, you just sitting there? Why why in this boat? while I'm experiencing this storm? Why are you just why are you just laying there asleep? Do you not care? Do you? Uh, these disciples experienced that same thing in their life. But I can tell you, I understand the goodness of God right now better than I have ever understood it in my life. I've sung those songs. He was there all the time, waiting patiently in line. Why have my mind somewhere else? He just waiting. Are you gonna are you gonna ask about the goodness of God in this situation? Are you going to help me through this trouble? God, are you going to help me through this situation? He said, I'm just waiting on you to understand that I'm here. So Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven simply says this, For I know the plans I have for you. <laughs> oh my goodness, I know the plans. Y'all know what? I've got some things on my calendar for tomorrow that I've got to do. Now, I put them in there. God may have a different plan. And I've come to learn to accept his plan. Because I find out his ways are not my ways. His thoughts are not my thoughts. He got another plan everything I I didn't never tell Lisa this because she would freak out she'd get afraid but I I didn't tell Lisa this but if God would have directed me some other way today I could have went this was on my calendar I'm good with it I feel like I'm supposed to be here I feel like this was my destination I didn't come up here afraid to get in front of y'all and talk. I've been doing this for years. I like what I'm doing. But I come because I'm giving you a word today. That God's goodness is here with you. God's got a plan for your life. He didn't intend for you to come to church to sit and to soak and to to sour. He he brought you to church to serve and to do things for people and let somebody know whenever they're going through a storm, say, you know what? I've been through some storms myself. I've been through, through some troubles myself. But if you'll look here at me today, I'm still standing The Lord has got plans to prosper you. If there's anything that's been taken out of context, it's the word prosper in the church. The only thing that we think is prosperous to us is a little bit of greenback. I got offended when Albert took the offering a while ago. You gotta watch. Watch. You gotta watch whenever you go to these churches and a preacher get up, a man of God get up and take the offering. Did y'all notice he got y'alls first. <laughs> What's wrong with that picture? Y'all don't y'all see, I could teach y'all some things about pastoring. Y'all don't, y'all don't understand stuff like that. You don't think about that. Y'all got y'all's first. I went. I went in a little black church in 1988 and I stepped up on a platform. The only light they had on the platform rubbed the top of my head and it was a heat bulb. (laughs) The air conditioner had gone out in the church and I had to preach the word. At the end, the little lady got up and she said, let's take an offering for the church. She got her one. She got that offering for the church. I thought, well, I'm next. She said, no, we got another brother over here. He came. He's going through some stuff right now. And we're going to get him one. <laughs> I was counting my pennies right then. I was like, there ain't going to be much to this. The next thing, she got up and she said, now, she said, I'm going to get me one. Less than 15 people in the church. She took three offerings and she looked at me and she said, now you're next. I said, forget it. (laughs) I'm good. Albert, remember this story. God says, I know I have the plans for you to prosper you. If I'm waiting on an offering in the church to prosper me, I ain't counting on too much. Don't mean that ugly. If you're waiting on your job that you have to be the only prospering source you have, you ain't counting on much. You with me? I want to tell you this is what I've this is what I've come to know. Last night I had been outside working all day on some stuff and whenever I come in, I come in and three beautiful little babies, a six-year-old named Chase, a four-year-old named Chesley, and a two-year-old named Chandler, they run and they hugged me and said, we spending the night. I was like, oh Lord. (laughs) I got up this morning terrible night's sleep, the two-year-old's hand in my mouth, hair in my face, feet in my back, it was a long night, but you know what, don't mean to talk bad about y'all's offering, thank you for it, but I'd rather have, I'm more prosperous because of what I went through last night. I'm more prosperous because for 80 years I had a father. He was a spiritual father in my life. He loved me. He loved Jesus. He loved God. He preached the word of God. I'm telling y'all I am a prosperous fellow in front of you this morning because I don't put all of my uh, uh, I don't put all of my prospering in, in the greenbacks. I understand how good God has been to me. He's been so good to me. I got six of the beautiful grandkids. I I've got a great life. I've got a great wife. I've got some great kids. I got a son that's preaching the gospel. I got a daughter that married a Baptist. Now, why did I say that? She could have married a drunk. She could have married a dopehead. She could have married somebody that beat her and he could be dead. And I could be in jail, not running it, but in there. Are you with me? He has prospered me. God has been good to me. I see the goodness of God and how good he is. So he says, I got a plan for you. I'm going to prosper you and I'm not going to harm you. Y'all, I feel like I've been harmed the last few weeks, last few months. I've been through some stuff. plans to give you hope and a future. I'm prospering. Y'all, here's the thing. I've been blessed through this test. I still hurt. I still cry. I still have troubles. But God has been so good. God has been so good to me. Y'all, I'm 54 years old. I've seen some storms but I'm still standing. I'm still standing. It's all right. I'm almost done. This number 4 everybody say thank God. <laughs> Recognize that God is in control. They woke him up and said, "Lord, don't you care that we drown?" He got up and he said, Be still. What type of man is this that even the winds and the seas obey him? NIV says, Who is this? I tell you who he is. He's the God that's got everything in control. (laughs) Wow. He's with me at all times. I watched a convict the other day. Whenever, whenever you work where I do, you don't know what you're going to experience. I probably shouldn't be telling this, but I will. But he thought he was going to scare me. And I thank God that God gives me enough sense to whenever I walk in a jail to pay attention to what's going on. and I saw him run behind the door and whenever I opened the door he jumped at me and before he could make another move I had him by the throat pushing him against the wall God's in control it may have just been a joke to him but whenever it was all over I said God you know that could have been for real you're in control I didn't hurt him. But now he says, don't mess with Brother Kenny. They call me Pastor Kenny in the jail. Don't mess with Pastor Kenny. He'll choke you. (laughs) Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. God's in control. Do you all hear what this preacher is telling you this morning? You've been through it. Brother, has a storm ever blown around you? Have you been through some tough times? I thought there was something about you that I kind of liked. Pastoring 40 years. But guess what? You're still standing. You're still standing. Y'all, listen to me. I drove for an hour and forty minutes this morning to tell you. No storm can destroy your life. You may feel like that your whole world's falling apart, and I've experienced that. The other day, I didn't cry when Dad died, but very little. I couldn't do it. I'm the preacher. I'm the great man of God. I cannot do this. Almost a month and a half later, I get up one morning and I go to work. Tears just start flowing. I was going through a grieving process after daddy had died. I was hurting. I was like, dear God, you got to help me quit this. You know, in a jail, you don't need to be crying. Y'all do understand that, right? So I stayed away from everybody. I finally... Somebody called and said, let's go do lunch. And they, they do that all the time. They, they see me and they realize I need to eat. An old, older gentleman, he's a little bit older than I am, called me and said, let's go eat. I couldn't even talk. I said, Okay. But I went and got in my truck, and I was, I was going home, hurting so bad, hurting so bad. And he called, and he said, where are you at? And I said, I'm going home. thought you said he's going to eat with me. And I just broke on the phone. And he said, where are you? I said, I'm going home. He said, No, you're not. Where are you? He said, You get yourself back here and we're going to eat. And I want to tell y'all something about this guy. He does not know God. He cusses like a sailor. I won his dad to the Lord who also cussed like a sailor. This guy says he don't have time for God. This guy don't have time to to talk to you about things like that but whenever his dad was dying he called me and I led him on his deathbed to the Lord and I preached his funeral The other day I was going through my tough time It was my day I have not cried another time until I got up here this morning These tears are your fault I told you I was up here and it's your fault I got in the truck with him I am a basket case I couldn't understand it I couldn't explain it and that old cussing man ministered to me that day he would cuss he would say stuff But I want to tell y'all, God that day knew I didn't need to go home and see Mary. He knew I didn't need to stay at work. But he had a sinner and he used a sinner to show himself to me. And God presented himself to me through that man. And I have not cried again or shed a tear until now. I'm preaching, it's okay. But this is what I want to tell y'all. God proved to me that day, Kenny, I got this, I got this. That day I went home and I said, God, how did you use him? He said, you'd be surprised what I've used. I've used a donkey, I've used a rooster, I've used a whale. Do y'all realize God looks at us sometimes in the midst of our misunderstanding and our troubles and he says, I got this, I got this. That day the disciples looked around and they saw danger. It's what they saw. They looked within and they saw fear. It's what they saw. But they failed to look up by faith and see God. You know what? This morning, these tears are because I saw God. These tears are because I have faith and I have trust in the word of God and I don't have to be afraid and I know about the goodness of God and how good all that really is and I understand that God's got me through this and today at 54 years old and I've been through some hell for the last 15 months of my life but I'm telling y'all, I'm still standing I'm still standing God's given me peace through the storm I've cried I've snotted I've done all kinds of stuff but I made it and I'm using this word to spread to you this morning you're still standing I don't know what anybody much with the exception of a few have been through in this room you're still standing are y'all with me this morning will you bow your heads father God what an awesome God you are God I thank you for the word God today many years later we're still talking about the storm these disciples went through God how you taught them a lesson to trust in your word To not be afraid. To understand God that you're in the boat. Right where we are. And God then to understand. That Lord that you're going to. Control this situation. You got it. You got this God. While heads are bowed. Eyes are closed all over the house. I wonder if there's anybody here. This morning that. That. You don't know the Lord. You've never asked Jesus to come into your heart. And you don't understand the peace that I'm talking about. A peace that passes all understanding according to God's word. And this morning, you are ready to turn your heart and life over to Jesus Christ and find the peace. If that's you this morning, just simply lift up your hand, put it right back down. I'm not calling you up here right now. I will not embarrass you in any way. But if you don't know the Lord and you want to raise it up, put it right back down. Just make sure that I say, I saw that hand. Anybody in the house? Anywhere? I see your hand, my brother. Thank you. Is there anybody else? Anybody else in the house? Anybody else? All right. Let's do this. Y'all look at me. Has anybody in this place right now going through a great shaking in your life if you are raise your hand you're going through something okay thank you for raising your hand I want to invite everyone that raised your hand for salvation or going through the storm I want you to get out of your seat and I want you to come to the front of this church Come on. You can hide in the crowd. Come on. Hallelujah. God, you're so good. Kenny, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back, and I want you to sing an old song. I heard it the other day. They kind of put it into a new one, but it's simply, God, you're so good are so good to me. How many of you know God is good? I need some people that have you've made it through the storm to stand behind these folks. God's been so good to you and you've made it through the storm. Just get out of your seat and come stand behind them. Come on. I need help.
1: I need help me God is so good God is so good God is so good He's so good to me. God is so good. God is so good. God is so, good. God is so He's so good to me. God is so good. God is so good. God is so an awesome God you are Lord
0: if anybody understand the goodness
1: of
0: who you are God is this sister God I pray for your touch to touch her God I thank you that Lord that whenever you do something like this that God that we ought to be shouting it from the rooftops to tell people whenever they go through storms hey God can show up And God can show off in your life. God, touch these folks right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
1: He's so good to me. good God is so good God is so good He's so good God tasted and seen of your sweetness of love where my heart becomes free and my shame is a dove Your presence Lord Your presence Lord Let us become more aware of your presence Let us seek He's so good to me. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness, Holy Spirit you are with. Come here. Come for this place and feel the spirit. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome name, your by your presence. Lord. Lord, can
0: bless Him. the sale of my sisters, Father, you got,
1: got, got everything
0: because you are a God that's in control. And God turned this situation around for my sister, Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, listen.
2: You can pick up sticks. You'll pick up sticks. There's a story
1: in the Old Testament Not picking up sticks. No one can study that. what like This is my desire to honor you Lord with all my heart I worship you look here God's all I have in me, I give you praise, all I adore is in you. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take. Every moment I'm awake. Lord, have you a in me. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm away. Lord, have your way in me. God is so good God is so good God is so good He's so good to me God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to. God is so good, God is so good, God is so good, He's so good.
0: Turn me back on. (laughs) The testing of a pastor's faith is a sound man. (laughs) Brother Kenny, so good to see you. Um, The 29th of this month and the first month of August, you need to be at the junction. Can you do that for me? I can. All right, put it down on your calendar. Okay. We'll pay you. We'll put you up on Saturday night.
1: Okay.
0: If I don't do it right now, I'll forget. Okay. You're going to eat lunch. I think we're getting a steak today. Okay. You have not because you asked not. (laughs) Y'all, this is what I want to tell y'all. I'm not sure, nor are you. That you'll ever see me again or I'll ever see you. I have no idea what wind is about to blow. But I taught, I think, a principle that God intended to be taught here today. How to have peace in the midst of your storms. never thought the other day when the sun was shining my sister got wet and held on and Mary was in chick-fil-a didn't even really have no idea it stormed that I would get this I just thank God for how good God is amen brother Albert do you want to or you want me to just shut her down y'all go home (laughs) let's pray (laughs) you've learned you've learned me by now you should have this figured out God thank you thank you God that Lord you cared enough you cared enough to teach those disciples in that boat to trust in you in your word to not be afraid to understand that God that you're in the boat and understand your goodness God I, I pray for these people that Lord that whenever they face something in their future that you promise to give them a hope and a future in that Lord that they'll just have peace and understand you got this it's all under control god i pray today as they travel home god be with them watch over them protect them and for that lord we give you praise in jesus name amen amen and what before you leave what kind of car did Lynn and tammy go in did they go in a van or they flew and y'all pray for the airplane pilot that took them six goofies to Disney World. That's I'm done.